0: No ketchup. No ketchup.
1: It's really good, my people. Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick to Quick with me as always. Yep. NFL Week Two in the books. We're gonna break down NFL Week Two Takeaway Tuesday. We got some takes. A lot of injuries to talk about. Um, I'm getting. I got some. Ta- I got some. I'm getting sick and tired of how much the media and Twitter and everybody goes week to week on the NFL. So
0: yeah, Hour to hour.
1: It, <laughs> so I'm going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the, the power rankings. We're going to go through that. We'll talk Bears 2-0, and how do we feel. Um, then we'll move over to NBA. Will the Lakers go up 3-0 tonight? Is the series over? That that whole conversation, did the Nuggets miss their chance to, to get a win the other night when AD beat them at the buzzer? um we'll talk that and then we got some twitter takes we want to break down some interesting takes from me and Quick and a couple other people that we want to talk about and uh you know explain ourselves uh, it should you should have to like if you get a certain amount of likes on some of these tweets you should have to explain yourself like that should be like mandate so we're going to do that break down some tweets and then uh go from there big nick to quick let's go with it. what's the word how you living Man. everything good
0: Victory Tuesday, kind of.
1: Hey, <laughs>
0: it's
1: a, yeah, it's a it's a win for the Bears. There's Absolutely. no doubt about that. Two um,
0: zero is two and zero.
1: Am I concerned? We'll get into it. Yeah, of course. I made, I'm
0: I made my return to local radio yesterday. You know, after after a hiatus, man. I wanted to hear what the I wanted to hear what the folks were saying out there. Yeah. update it's just as bad as it was when i left <laughs> um like like real quick they just they just need to do something i'm i'm I don't know the right way to say it I'm glad that there's no more dan mcneil i'm I'm you know I don't like the circumstances at which it came but yeah if you know me you know I've been complaining about that chicago sports media landscape for a long time and it's pretty much old white dudes and you know young fresh out of college white dudes and no room for really anything else yeah um, so I kind of sure. like, you know, hopefully they, uh, they, they kind of, you know, read the times and start putting in some people in there that are a little bit more reflective of the landscape of the city and the yeah. different okay. opinions that we got, you know? Yeah. yeah. So
1: AKA bring us on,
0: bring us on, man. Okay, We're available, man. man. Hey, look, I, I don't cost too much, man.
1: Give we'll us do a We'll, man. we'll, we'll I, do it for the cash, man. <laughs> let somebody produce yeah. the show. We get on there. You just ask us for the takes. A hundred percent, man. Give me some phone call, some call-ins. All these okay. dudes that be talking nuts, man. We can break them all down. No worries. Yeah. B- big,
0: <laughs> big, shout out, Lawrence Holmes. Big shout out, Jonathan Hood. You know, yeah. Jay Hood, Jay Hood, Jay on Hood just got the morning spot. Yeah, shout yeah, out, Jay Jay Hood.
1: In the slot, so yeah. All right, that's uh, we you know we had to get into Chicago, <laughs> the Chicago radio talk. So, of course. um, it's week two. Let's jump into it. NFL week 2 the power rankings are the power rankings and we talk about this stuff all the time with just how much they change in week by week and how much how they don't make any sense but we'll get into the list what was uh your week 2 takeaways give me your biggest the biggest things that caught your eye what intrigued you that type of stuff
0: yeah, I mean, I think uh, you saw, I think you're not just from an injury perspective, but you're seeing just from almost like a play perspective, like really you look at like a Kansas City, um, the effects of not having a preseason and kind of this jumbled offseason program is definitely affecting certain teams, right? Like I think you saw how Kansas City kind of struggled to score against the Chargers early on. and It kind of took them a while to get going. Obviously the, the, the injuries, you know, you can talk about some of the surfaces that they're playing on and things like that, but you just had a rash of, you know a lot of these these injuries, these sure in contact injuries, like yeah, stuff like that, and you know that's gonna happen. But you know at the rate at which it's happened, obviously, uh, you you got to look at that in the preseason. So as much as we kind of complain about preseason, I think not having guys hit each other until you know week one of the NFL season and seeing real contact, you know, with intent, because obviously you know we're hitting in practice, you're not trying to hurt your teammate um not having that till week one um you've definitely seen the effect of that as far as on the field man um some big some big surprises let me ask you this i don't know if i'm i don't know if i'm jumping ahead because i see that qb play is one yeah. of the uh, is one of the topics but yeah just some of the, some of the quarterback play has has really surprised me i took a look at some some passer ratings this morning and yeah i mean just look at the top five quarterbacks in the nfl
1: I haven't two, looked at that. Let me. Okay. Let me, let me right. go ahead. My fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. Right. I was going
0: to ask you. Yeah, if you, if you're going to talk quarterback, we can kind of circle back on that. But I took a look at it, and I want to see. I want to see if you know some of these some of these guys.
1: Well, no. I mean, the power rankings and the quarterback player always going to go hand in hand, right? Um
0: yep. You know who leads the NFL in passing yards right now?
1: Uh it has to be Matt Ryan. No. It's not. Nope. We'll sit he, on
0: that. We'll sit on that. We'll, I mean, I'll yeah, we'll come, I'll, I'll let that marinate for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We'll come back. We'll come back to that or it's see it's, it's only a couple dudes. So, yeah, we can come back to it. Um This is the like I guess what I wanted to start and talk about with with the whole power rankings was let me give you the top 5. This is ESPN, by the way. Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, Seattle Seahawks, Green Bay Packers, New Orleans Saints. Now, I have a hard time with power rankings that come out when your squad is has a loss and other squads have been playing really good football, like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and they're and they're not, and they're not ahead of a team like the Saints with one loss. Right. I just can't fathom that. Right. Um. So that's the one thing I don't understand. Secondly, we really need to stop with this every single week there's we have a new take on a, on the quarterback and the team perfect example is let the shit play out the arizona cardinals are a perfect example they showed some flashes last year that they could be a really good football team like they're missing maybe a, a young elite wide receiver like deandre hopkins <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so we we let that marinate and we come into the year like they'll be good Now week two, they've showed you that they're a good football team. They're throwing the ball. DeAndre Hopkins was a massive missing part. And now we can start giving them some flowers. Now they can start being touted as one of the better teams in the NFC. Just like, for example, I can guarantee you if Kansas City would have lost the other day, we'd have been talking about what's wrong with Kansas City, this, that, and the third. Are they not focused? Are they coming off the Super Bowl? It's like... Guys are allowed to have a slower game. Like the yeah. Chiefs aren't going to win by 14, 17 points every single week, week in, week out. So everybody chill out with that. Um, Just like your thing with the, the injuries was your big takeaway. And just the quarterback play and that type of thing. I agree with you 100% across the board. The injuries are something like I've never seen. I'm talking about massive elite players I've never seen a list like that with Bosa, with Saquon, uh Cortland Sutton. I mean, and, the Niners,
0: and the Niners lost four key players.
1: Garoppolo. Like it's crazy. Solomon
0: right? Thomas. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah these are guys yeah. that are key contributors.
1: Yeah. So the not having hitting, not having preseason, not having all that stuff, just having a not natural start to the season. Uh, you think that's a big part of why the injuries are coming like this
0: I think football more so than any other sport is the most routine obviously it's not it goes without saying it's the most routine regimented sport uh, anywhere right basketball much more lacks a I'm not saying they don't work hard and all that but much more you know they don't play till nighttime just much more chill environment football is boom on schedule boom 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 right their whole entire life so I think when you take that out, you know and again your body you know muscle memory shit like that your body is used to that and not having that yeah i think you're seeing the effect of it man there's no way you can see that amount of injuries and that amount of lower body injuries and again non contact whatever it might be type injuries and not attributed to that you can't you can't it's, yeah. it's it's for a lot of these guys you know five six quarters of football that they would normally be used to playing before they go out there and do that um that they're not so your technique is sloppy you know, little things like that. Things that coaches would then go ahead and tighten up in the weeks before the season, you're not getting a chance to do that. Guys, this has been a crazy situation, man. And also, guys, it's not like guys are really practicing in March and April. You know what I mean? So you're really, you didn't have your OTAs. You didn't have your mini camps and all that stuff. So you're just throwing guys straight into training camp and then into games. So, yeah, it was definitely, um, definitely not ideal situation. But that's the NFL for you, man. They had to get their games off. Um, so of course you just cancel the preseason, and throw guys right in there. Next man up.
1: No regard for human life. Yeah, contracts aren't, <laughs>
0: contracts aren't guaranteed anyway. So
1: hey, no regard for no, human no regard,
0: life. no regard, man. They want to think- they want to add preseason games, attract preseason games, add regular season games. These guys are incredible, <laughs> <laughs> and and they still haven't had a positive COVID test in two weeks. Among what? How many people participate it's, in the NFL? Sixteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> in 30 different cities. Some of them are in the hottest spots of corona in the country. Yeah. You, have people, you have people in California. You have multiple. I saw the, the, the Miami Dolphins game. The stadium was at 25% capacity. Yeah. And corona's still strong out there, right? But nobody gets it. Come on, man. These guys told you what they're about. There's, there's no sense in even talking about. It. They brought in replacement referees. <laughs> <laughs> leave, it, leave it at that.
1: They're, they're, they gotta get it in by
0: any <laughs> means. We, yeah. we don't have refs, no contract. Fine, just you. <laughs> You Did flag football for two weeks? Awesome, man. Hey, this is what Pass Interference looks like. Great. Exactly. It's crazy, man. You know, these guys don't give a shit. So the one <laughs> one day the corona shit's gonna come out, man. I, I can't wait. <laughs> where where are the where are the tests buried?
1: <laughs> no yeah. one
0: no one in the league has tested positive for COVID. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, it is uh hey man, maybe they're taking the right guidelines. You know what I'm saying? You never, here, yeah. you never know. You never know. All right, so <laughs> The big, the injury thing for me is, and I've always said this about football: it's obviously ACLs are just the worst, and they they snap easy. I've I've had one. Um, it's the guys are too strong and too fast for these these knees to ha- to to hold up. It's no different than baseball when these pitchers that are throwing ninety nine. Their elbows blow out. Your arm's not they're, meant to do that. Yeah, it's just not you it's just too much pressure on these these joints and ligaments, right? And that my example I always go back to was look at soccer players. They're light, they're nimble. See soccer dudes running around 150, 155, 160. They never, ever, ever have any knee problems. Not never, ever, ever, but it's 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 a lot less likely than it is in the NFL. There's it's crazy because
0: that's a lower body, that's a crazy lower body impact sport with cutting and all that same type stuff.
1: Crazy lower body impact, but then what but but then put this on there. They only play on grass. Yeah. Hey, they only play on grass. No one's trying to cut corners about is there t- no turf?
0: T- There's no turf anywhere.
1: No, they only play on if you see a a, a top-tier football match. Aka soccer match out here. It's on grass, right? So, like, that's a whole other conversation that we could talk about. Like, you probably you shouldn't be playing football on artificial anything. No, do what the
0: Cardinals do. The Cardinals literally roll the st- roll the field out, let it get sun, and then have you seen that?
1: I don't. Are they still doing that though? Or yes, yes. It's there? a
0: retractable field.
1: Okay, the field, well, roll,
0: the field rolls out so they can water it, get sun throughout the week, and then it rolls back in for game day.
1: So we won't we could we could have a whole conversation about that, but there's a reason why these football guys they're lighter, they're more nimble, they're not carrying as much weight on their knees, and they play on natural grass and they have far less ACLs than in the NFL, where Saquon Barkley is a is a massive big dog. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's look at 220, his legs. 225, like and he's Having people hang on him, and he's going to the sideline on top of not getting any preseason work. His shit's gonna his shit just collapsed. Yeah. Same thing with Joey uh, Nick Bosa, excuse me. Same thing. These are these dudes are too big, too fast, and a lot of times they're not even playing on real real grass. It's just yeah, it's it's a it's an ugly situation. But let's get into the exciting stuff. Let's get into the quarterback play. Go ahead. Go back to what. Uh, go back to what you were saying, and I want to get into it. So you 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 actually you, we might because we ind- might take thirty minutes on Cam Newton. Indirect indirectly, man. We
0: all that <laughs> the takes the media take. what's up about media takes. Incredible! Oh my god! It, yes. Incredible that none of the, apparently none of them were around when Cam was sitting around unsigned, and now they're all surprised. We can talk yes. about that. Yeah, um, we can we can talk about that.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: yeah. So who leads the NFL in and pass and, and, and overall passing yards?
1: So I when you now that I said Matt Ryan and you said no. He's he's second. Yo, you got me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what just happened. Yeah, right.
0: I don't know what happened, but uh no, so so Matt Ryan is second. Matt, Matt Ryan is second.
1: Okay. Matt Ryan yeah. is second. Uh-huh. Um, let me give you my final answer. Hold on. I don't think it's Dak. Um it's not Tom. It's not oh, Aaron Rodgers. Nope.
0: And this dude isn't just throwing for a bunch of yards and not putting up numbers. Like, he's, he's actually – I'm thoroughly impressed.
1: Oh, then it's, it's Kyler Murray.
0: No, it's Josh Allen.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. That makes Josh, sense.
0: Josh makes Allen sense. is completing 70% of his passes. He's throwing for 729 yards, six touchdowns, no picks, and the Buffalo Bills are 2-0. and I'm going to be the first to say – and I tweeted this out yesterday. I know it's still early. I'm not trying to come in hot with a Josh Allen take, but even just going back to last year, um obviously there's a lot that he needed to improve on as a quarterback and throwing the ball but man I think that dude wins football games and I think that they've done a good job with them and he I did not expect him to still be in the NFL at this point like coming from like Wyoming or wherever he was coming from and I don't his numbers at Wyoming weren't even that good I think he completed like 50 percent of his passes against d6 talent like I thought that this dude was just some random guy (laughs) that they were that they were really really reaching on um and I'm I'm very shocked that this dude is very good and i i I gotta give him his credit man because i did not see it coming at all
1: yeah i agree with you um i yeah i am not a I was not a josh (laughs) allen believer um it's still early like you said but he has looked good um i think it's interesting that going into the year i think teams want to play a certain way yeah um and Buffalo is wants to play a lot of D, even if even going to get Stephon Diggs, they're not good, they, they're not looking for guys to throw the ball 45 times, right? Yeah, so for him to come in, and the defense hasn't been as stout as it was last year. Nope, they're giving up a lot of points. They were giving up the Miami, was moving the ball,
0: <laughs> Miami 28 points to Miami and 17 to the Jets,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. so they were well, yeah, the Jets, they, I mean. They locked up the Jets all game until late, but the Jets are yeah. the worst, one of the worst teams in the league. Oh, we'll without, get there. Without <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll get to the Jets. Um and but yeah, Miami was moving that thing on them the other day. And right. they're coming into the coming into the year, you're thinking they're gonna run the ball, be play D. Like you're not thinking Josh Allen's gonna be out here leading. If you would have told me Josh Allen was leading the league in passing yard through week 2 I would have been like yeah no nah, you're
0: everybody happy. else also got corona they must have released the corona test.
1: Yes, stop <laughs> <the attack. laughs> So yeah, he's been balling. He looks good and yeah, I'm with you right there cuz I was not a believer in Josh Allen and it looks like he might make Yo, me and Nick are always open to be made believers.
0: 100% man. Go I I will be a believer. For sure. I like yeah. Because I if hated you, that guy when they drafted him. I, I killed that. I was like, that is a that's a terrible pick. Yeah. So just
1: like we killed when they picked Trubisky. Like it was the same thing. We killed that pick. And we wanna we wanna be wrong. Yeah. Um Shout out,
0: shout out Josh Allen, man. Yeah, I mean shout Josh doing this Allen. Thing, winning ball games, and I think that team is, yeah, they might be a tough out.
1: Yeah, they look solid so far, no doubt about it. Um
0: Do you know? Or well, I'll give you another one though. Hold up yeah, yeah, before before Do you know who's Fourth in the NFL in passer rating overall, another another Nick Harvey, someone that I love to kill.
1: Fourth in the NFL in passer rating, not a lot of yards, six touchdowns, no picks, six touchdowns, no picks. See six touchdowns, no picks. I should know, and a guy that you kill is it golf? No, no, God, golf, golf has. Oh, picks. It, I know who this is. Who? It's got to be Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah,
0: it's Tannehill, regular Tannehill. season Ryan, regular yeah, season Ryan is doing his
1: thing. He threw like he threw like seventeen passes and had four touchdowns. Yeah, way, yeah, so, it's most yeah, Ryan Tannehill
0: heavy. stat line of all time.
1: Yeah, so I mean, well,
0: look, shy, hey,
1: winning ball games. But listen, that that's still never going to get me to 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 give this that guy a bunch of money. No, like if you're asking me if I to, like right now today. Would I take Ryan Tannehill for the contract they gave him? I would give him back. Yeah, without here. question. No, you can
0: have Ryan Tannehill. I don't
1: want that deal. You can yeah. have it. Right.
0: Um, and that's not us not wanting to be made a believer. I've just seen enough Ryan. Is this not yeah, a new yeah. guy? Yeah, we have seen him.
1: I think that this is the thing. I think there's the. I think people get confused with us just because we're usually on the same page. That I think just our our excellence bar is a little higher. Like, do I see? Is Ryan Tannehill could could he get you to the playoffs? Yeah, probably. Yeah. With,
0: with, would I with I, would I take him over Mitch Trubisky? End? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm when I when we say like, yo, this dude is a stud. This is a guy that's gonna be. A, he could actually be a threat in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like you you see teams out here in the regular season, they're like, ah, okay. Like these dudes aren't a threat to 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 actually real make a real push. In my opinion, right. and that's where I stand on guys like Ryan Tannehill on Tannehill. So hey man, keep 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 doing your thing now. So where do you think the bar
0: is 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 the absolute floor is like Garoppolo? Do you like the floor you think of where you, as quarterback that like, can take you to the Super Bowl? Like can you not get worse than Garoppolo?
1: Well, th- th- I mean like even in your sentence like Garoppolo didn't take them anywhere. Right. They had the best defense, one of the best defenses in the league and their run game was something like I've never seen. Right, yeah. So like That's the thing. When you get stuff like that, guys like Garoppolo and Tannehill, when you got a guy going for 200 yards every night the last – I mean, every week the last five weeks of the season and in the playoffs like uh, Derrick Henry was doing, then, yeah, Tannehill could take it to the playoffs.
0: But you can sub in – another quarterback in that Garoppolo spot and they don't make the Super Bowl. You could put Mitch Trubisky in that spot and they don't make the Super Bowl. Like, there are quarterbacks yeah, really that... go to the bottom
1: of the barrel. Yeah,
0: there are quarterbacks it. that can't get you Ws. So, I mean, yeah. like, it, at some level, you got to say, like, okay, there's a baseline, like, right? Like, Garoppolo. It's like Dilfer. Like, I still don't know how they want to... I know how they want a Super Bowl with Dilfer, but it's like, look, man. I've seen plenty of quarterbacks blow it. <laughs> they, they completely took the ball out of his hand, but... Right. You know, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying. Brad I, Johnson. I, I get what you're saying. Like, if you were to – yeah, if you were to swap – Garoppolo's a good quarterback. Um fine. And then when you put the rest of that team around him with that that defense and how they rallied and, you know, played for each other, they they had that real camaraderie last year. I saw yeah. that earlier in the year when they I made Like a nine-man bet. defensive defensive line rotation yeah, too. That when was I made ridiculous. that bet, when I made that bet for them to win the NFC, I'm watching these dudes and I'm like, nah these dudes are different like yeah they, they like playing with each other shanahan is in a in a in a flat pass bill. flat that, bill well look in a pass first league that everyone is on everyone's ass to pass first they were running that thing at an eight yards a clip so yeah. like yeah i uh
0: but you peel away some of those layers or you peel away some of those parts right and then you leave it up to garoppolo that team is completely different I mean, obviously you take away some of the good players, but he can't he can't elevate you to that level. Or you think he can.
1: It was funny because I mean sometimes he did last year, right? Like there was that game in New Orleans where they wanted right. to shoot out where he was he looked like Jump on on fire. 10. Yeah. <laughs> so he he had some flashes where he could, but overall. Give me, give me. So I guess to answer your question, yeah, he's probably the bottom of the barrel and a guy that could get you to the Super Bowl if he's in the right situation. Right, right. You know what I mean? Let's get over to Cam Newton because when I put quarterback play on the list, I was thinking about two guys. I was thinking about Russell Wilson, and I was thinking about Cam Newton. And then you brought up the uh, Hawks. The <laughs> Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> and you brought up. Uh,
0: he stays um, on brand, man. I love it. <laughs> he just,
1: he just. Jay, I, I, uh, I read a tweet uh, from my guy Ryan's boy Nick. He said, "You gotta love, you gotta love uh, Russell Wilson. He'll, he'll shake your hand, bust your ass professionally." <laughs> uh real sportsman like after the game and then go over to the children's hospital yeah, he just and talk to the... yes you know I love this guy man yeah, <laughs> like it's you cannot you cannot rock with him so yeah uh but let's get into uh Russell Wilson I me and you and the guys had a conversation prior to the year about Russell Wilson at for MVP at plus 800 and I kind of threw it out there I thought there was value there and I didn't grab the ticket. I should have. I thought about it, and I didn't. And now through two weeks, he's plus 250, plus 300, plus 300 a lot of places to win MVP. And I think he's going to win, and I'm trying to get my hands on a ticket. And I think the biggest reason I think he's going to win, obviously, his play is insane. But the media narrative is already rolling in his favor. And you got like Lamar won it last year, so they don't, they don't want to give it to a guy back to back years. Um, Green Bay, I don't think is good as Seattle. Seattle has a ton of weapons with with Metcalf and Carson. Defense,
0: defense, kind of sus.
1: Defense is kind of sus. Um,
0: secondary, secondary, very sus.
1: Secondary is sus. Unless it's unless it's unless, trying to stop a pitch or a run play and then Jamal that's Adams Jamal Adams
0: running. is a problem. <laughs> right. If
1: they got a cover, it's it seems to be tougher for them. Um which you're gonna have to in the league, right? So I see them I see him winning the MVP. I know it's it's tough to fathom that but I know that he's going to continue to have a good year because he's the track record is proven. But the narrative behind him, Collinsworth on Sunday night, can you believe this guy hasn't got one MVP vote? It's insane. Russell this, Russell that. They're going to be pushing for him to get the MVP, and he's going to be right there unless – the only thing that makes me a little nervous is that if Baltimore goes 16-0. and and I was saying that. I don't know how Baltimore loses a game. Well, they got the Chiefs this week. So, that'll that'll be interesting. But yeah, unless Baltimore goes 16 and 0, then Lamar'll get it again. But I I just see Russell doing his thing and um man, quarterback plays the best and, and and Russell is the long ball is ridiculous. Yep. But let's get into Cam. I'm gonna let you lead the way because we said this shit live on no Catch-Up. I wanted Jameis. That was my number one option. Sure. But my number two my number two option was Cam Newton, without question. It wasn't even a discussion on who the, t- the two best quarterbacks available were. For me, it was Jameis Winston and Cam Newton.
0: Well, you knew when they started making the excuses of, oh, it's COVID and we can't get a – listen, if you wanted to get a Cam right. Newton physical, you could have got a Cam Newton physical. I don't want to hear it. Um, <clears throat> so, obviously, you know, Cam sits there for 86 nights. He's got a documentary coming out, 86, 86 Nights. I can't like, wait.
1: Like, like it's like Future. future. Like it's like Future. Nights. Yeah, he needs, he needs to get,
0: like, the Arab writing on there and all that shit. Like Future has. 86, <laughs> 86 Nights. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, so for 86 Nights, Cam Newton sat unemployed while the likes of Andy Dalton, uh, Jameis Winston, Bridgewater, which I'm not hating on those guys, whatever, but they're lesser quarterbacks than, uh, than Cam Newton. Who else got deals? Uh, Nick Foles got a deal. Who am I missing?
1: Man, so many people. Hold on. I'm about to –
0: I know that there was a tweet that someone had put out that gave all the names. So while all these other quarterbacks were going around getting deals, all we heard was, yeah, teams are worried about Cam Newton. Uh, He might not be healthy, this, that, and the third. There would be some talk about his play slipping and and things like that. And meanwhile, you're signing all these guys that we know can't play. I think Nathan Peterman got a a contract in the midst of all that. Yeah.
1: I haven't, hold on.
0: Yeah, there was a whole list of guys that got deals, right? So meanwhile, Cam's just sitting there, knowing that if you wanted Cam, first off, it definitely wasn't a money situation, right? I don't think at any point was Cam going to go into an office and be like, yeah, I need to be paid $10, $15 million a year. I think he was going to be cool, especially after a certain point of taking that minimum. Cam has made a lot of money in the NFL. He's made a lot of money on the field, made a lot of money off the field. I think this was a dude who just wanted the opportunity to prove himself. Lo and behold, Bill Belichick swoops in, gives Cam a million plus incentives. A million plus incentives, right? He's the 46th highest paid quarterback in the league. Um comes in first week, does his thing, real run heavy, looking good, looking healthy, looking spry, um and leads the team to victory. You can tell the guys love playing with him. Big presence in the locker room. There was never a QB competition. People tried to talk like Jared Stedum had a chance. Listen, the second that Cam Newton walked into the locker room, Jared Stidham knew what it was. There, there was, it was never, never happening. Um, and then last, and then Sunday night. Sunday night, Cam does his thing, man. Has one of his better passing games than I've seen him have. You know, um, looks precise, looks like a leader. Obviously, tough loss for them, but had them in the game the entire time. Then you flip to Sunday night, and yesterday, I'm reading these tweets from all over the place. Man, if your GM needed a quarterback and they pass on Cam Newton, you should be asking tough questions. How did Cam Newton sit around for 86 days? This is crazy. So the How whole league. The whole league. Yeah, yeah. How, so and, and, and I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here reading these tweets and I'm like, wait, hold on. Y'all are the media people. You hold these people accountable. You know who else watched Cam Newton sit around and get unsigned? Y'all, and you didn't ask these questions to these GMs. You didn't put it to them. So please don't sit around right the now. Guys on
1: TV, and we talk. Guys about. on
0: TV, guys on the, the the news. These guys that have access, these guys that can ask these questions. While everybody sitting at home doing nothing? You can ask some questions. You didn't ask a single question about Cam. Now you want to sit around and be like, "Well, man, how did everybody not know? How did you not know?" you talked yeah, about right. Cam. You talked about Cam Newton first off, like he was thirty-seven. He's thirty-one. You talked about Cam Newton like he was never good. He's a former league MVP. You talked about Cam Newton like his injuries were devastating and debilitating. Yeah, he had a shoulder injury. He's dinged up. Okay, we get it. He also no, didn't play football for
1: the last year. And it was a shoulder thing that he just never got fixed. Yeah. He and was you know trying what, to win games in Carolina, and he was trying to play through it, and it didn't get fixed. So Right. Yeah. And, and uh, you yeah. got a,
0: a desperate Cam Newton, too. A Cam Newton with something to prove. Yeah, so of course you know, and I'm not gonna be like, oh well, Belichick, and I'm not gonna give them a crazy amount of praise because again, they waited 86 days, but eventually, like, come on, man, you you let them just walk in and just grab this guy. Meanwhile, yeah. you're, you're you're giving extensions to Taysom Hill,
1: yeah, big ones too, big ones for a guy
0: who's thrown one pass in 15 years. I don't I don't get it. So it's just you know, um,
1: hey, and let's be clear, and let's be very clear. This is what we were saying back in July. Back like, in July. I could go get the episode and run back exactly. And this is the same exact thing we've been saying. Quarterbacks that make more money than Cam Newton. Cam Newton's at what? A million and and 1.75. The minimum. Yeah, he's at nothing. Matt Schaub. Mark, uh, Matt Barkley.
0: Matt, Matt Schaub still in the NFL? Yeah. That's cr- I didn't have no idea Matt Schaub. Robert the Griffin NFL.
1: III. Colt McCoy. Jeff Driscoll. Andy Dalton. AJ McCarron. Chase Daniel. Case Keenum. Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is making $9 million. Unbelievable. And that's a new deal, by the way, because he left (laughs) and got a new deal. Yeah,
0: $9 million for what? There's Nick Foles is making $21 million to be the backup quarterback to not be able to beat out Mitch Trubisky in training camp.
1: Well, this is the thing, too. You you consciously made the decision that you were going to not pay Cam Newton some money and then let Teddy Bridgewater come in. And I I don't like to slander Teddy two gloves, but like for you to come in and sign him to that deal and move Cam Newton out, essentially push him out the door. He has to be just clearly better. And I get that. Maybe you want to move on and have a, and have a fresh start. Um, but yeah, I'm not buying none of this shit. And I heard Kyle heard talking about, uh, I texted you after I was watching it yesterday. He's like, this cam, this is the cam I would take. An accurate cam, a passing cam. It's like, dog, this is the same guy. He's healthy now. The only question we had was, is he healthy? Is he healthy? If he's healthy, he can play football. I never had a
0: question about his play on the field.
1: It was never about a question if he could play, if he was a leader, if he was a distraction. Yo, Nick, is he healthy? Yes. I need him on the football team. Period, point blank. That was the only, only, only question about anything for me. And I'm not surprised that he's fitting in in
0: New England because here's why. If you're Belichick, right? Like, let's look at this aspect of it. While Cam's a superstar and all that, Brady was like an entity. So if you're Belichick, who's clearly like a controlling guy and you want to be the biggest deal and all that, Cam is going to be much more like hanging on to your every word than Tom Brady ever was going to. So Cam's going to show up. He's going to have a great attitude. He's going to work hard. He's going to be in there early. He's going to be inspiring his teammates. Guys are going to like him. He's going to fit in there. There was never any, you never heard anything out of Carolina. Well, guys don't like, only thing he ever got killed for was his press conference after losing a Super Bowl. Oh, I'm sorry. He didn't stand up there and like, be humble whatever shit happens like he lost the super bowl biggest game of his career and bob miller was in his ass for fucking an hour (laughs) so please forgive him you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) he wasn't feeling too good after that um so that was the only thing but you knew like you look at him on the field he was always having fun man You never heard about his work ethic you never heard those type of things so he was gonna come in there in new england he's gonna listen to belichick man belichick Loves this guy, you know. As much as Belichick can love somebody, you can tell Belichick likes him. Like he's like, yo, I like this dude. He comes in, busts his ass. So it, it, that none of that was ever a question. None of that was ever a question. They like to talk about what he wears and what his hair looked like and all that other bullshit to distract to the fact that they just didn't want to sign that man. Let me. repeat That's it. it. Let you me didn't want him on your football team. That's let it. Me,
1: let me repeat it again. Quarterbacks who signed for more money. Guaranteed money than Cameron Newton, the former MVP, this offseason. And Heisman Trophy winner. Andy And national champ. Andy Dalton, Blaine Gabbert, Colt McCoy. Blaine Gabbert still in the NFL? Jeff Driscoll, Chase Daniel, Marcus Mariota, Case Keenum, AJ McCarron, Matt Schaub, Matt Barkley, Nathan Peterman. And, hey, Foles is not on that list. Winston's not on that list. I mean... These are massive misses. And listen, I, I guess to play a little devil's advocate, all the guys that I just named, I guess know they're going to be backups. And I'm not sure Cam was going to come in there and back up. Sometime. Says who? But the, but we never heard that. That's true. We never we never we heard never. That. No. That's the same no, no. shit they said about Cap. Remember? We
0: don't know if Cap wants to be a backup. He never said that. It's a good point. Cam was first off. Cam was going to in any quarterback needy team. On some of these squads, Cam was going to – he probably would have signed without a guarantee to start because he, he was going to beat these guys out. I doubt Belichick went to him was like, hey, I'm going to sign you to be the starter. But he looked at the roster and saw fucking Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer and was like, yeah, this is easy. Slight.
1: Yeah, but I – I'll have on, this by I, Tuesday. I guess what I'm saying is that Andy Dalton signing with the Cowboys to back Dak, Cam, that's not a good spot for Cam. No. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah, for sure. He's clearly – he clearly wanted to – like, you want – if you're going to sign Cam, you're assuming he's going to have a real shot to play. Like, Andy Dalton signing for the Cowboys, no, he, he knows for a fact he's not going to start. So, that's that's where I was leaning with that. Um, then sign him to push
0: your young guys, though. I mean, okay, not hey, but, the Cowboys, but, like, if you're the Jaguars, and let's say you for right. whatever reason you love Minshew, bring in Cam to push him. If you are Chicago Bears and you want to see what Trubisky has, bring in Cam to push him. You know what's going to make these guys act right? Cam 6'5 and 260 pounds of Cam Newton walking in the locker room and your teammates being like, damn, well, hold on. Wait,
1: what? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> it's, it's uh, <coughs> there was a point where people were talking about he's going to be out of the league. That, yeah. was, that was how crazy it was getting. They
0: wanted him out the league. So let's just let's keep it real. They wanted yeah. him out the league. They didn't want him to be successful. You want him to be done. You're talking like he's old. We're uh, talking like he's old. Meanwhile, Philip Rivers is 40 plus getting deals and was never good to begin with.
1: Yeah, Rivers, Rivers, uh, Rivers is dealing money with Reich in Indianapolis, but yeah, he's not worth $25 million. He, Cam so. Newton
0: would be in a better spot there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way. Tw-
0: $25 million for Phillip Rivers. That's a good way to put it. And that. his eight kids. Yeah, he, yeah, of course he's coming to Indianapolis.
1: Uh, well, let's close the quarterback play talk on this. Uh, Carson Wentz had another bad game. I- yeah, um, Hey, listen, I, I'm kind of in the middle, man, because if you if you can name two wide receivers on their team, then I'll I'll say that I, I'm with you 100 percent
0: That's fine. He's not the first quarterback okay. to be blessed with go. shitty receivers.
1: Yeah, that's true. But he's I mean, he doesn't have a lot of help. They got he some
0: has, dude. Miles, something or another is over he there. He has
1: talent. He's Javon. Blessing. He's trying.
0: <laughs> Jalen. <laughs> I don't know. That's what guys. Some receiver names. Miles, Miles, Javon, and Jalen. Okay.
1: <laughs> so. They uh he doesn't have any help out there, and I think he's just really, really pressing. I, I'm not ready to to give up on uh Carson Wentz. They asked uh they, they asked um oh here. Let me let me get this in and I'll let you go. They asked um what's the coach's name out there? Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. They asked Peterson, is like what why essentially why is Carson Wentz regressing? And he sat there for a second and said, good question. I don't know. For the love of God, (laughs) you don't have to go to the presser and gas your quarterback that's playing bad and try to pull wool over our eyes like they would try to do with Trubisky or, or other bad quarterback play. But just don't fucking say anything. Just please take the Bill Belichick. It was taking a week by week, yeah. (laughs) Fucking just say we're working on getting W's. Next fucking question. (laughs)
0: Did you see Belichick this weekend? Oh,
1: my God, bro. They asked (laughs) him about (laughs) what. They said, (laughs) if y'all didn't see this, go look up. They asked Belichick why he didn't take a timeout on the final drive. I said, Bill, you think about taking a timeout? He said, and it's even more funny because he's on a Zoom, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, Seattle took a timeout. Yeah, what are you talking about? He's like, what are you talking about? Seattle took a timeout. And then he just kind of sits there, and the guy goes, well, you know, after Edelman <laughs> completion, you guys let 31 seconds run down to nine. Did you think about calling a timeout? Bill literally sat there for a solid 30 seconds and didn't say a word.
0: Then he let a little grunt. And he was like, just
1: like – <laughs> he just sat there like this. He looked around and looked around, and then the PR person was probably like, all right, we're good. Oh, uh, yeah. Next question. <laughs> like, dude, go take go take
0: not th- answering th- shit.
1: Stop. If yo, why is the gu- the quarterback <laughs> that we just gave a hundred and sixty plus whatever the number was, million dollars? Why is he regressing? Next question. Next question. We're work like. Don't say we, we, I, we got I, some I, things.
0: We, need, we got some things we're going to work on. We'll work on them. Next question.
1: You're, you're the offensive co- head. You're the offensive minded head coach, and you say you're not sure.
0: But you're obligated to show up. You're not obligated to give in depth answers.
1: Just yeah, bro. And like
0: bro, Belichick has never been fine for not fucking you know going hours on a question.
1: Just head coaches, cut it out with this shit. Yeah. Just like, man, we're working on it. Next question. Yeah. What are we talking about? Y'all keep telling on yourself. It's brutal. Yep. Um. All right. Let's move over to the NBA. My my real quick
0: thing oh, on Carson yeah, Wentz. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna go long on Wentz. Just real quick with me. I, I I think he's a good quarterback, and I understand that they, especially last year, what he did was was amazing. They were down to sixth, seventh, eighth string receivers, right? They were they were out of Jalen and Javon's. Like I get it, man. Like they <laughs> they made it they made it happen. I think he's good. I just think he gets a lot of love. Like, a lot of love. Like, yesterday I was watching First Take, and, like, Orlovsky, who I, I I like him. I think he does a good job. I don't always agree with him. I, I find myself not agreeing with him a lot of times. Yeah. He loves the white quarterback. But um, <laughs> uh, it's just like, yo, this dude makes a lot of mistakes, man. He presses a lot. He's not a perfect quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. He, to me, he's not in that echelon that people really want to put him in. I get it. A couple of years ago when they won the Super Bowl before he got hurt, he was playing lights out. I get it. But let's just pump the brakes on Wentz. Let's see him put together a full successful season and a playoff run in which he's healthy. And let's just kind of go from there, man. It's OK. We have some time like he's not going anywhere. He's he's entrenched in there in Philadelphia. But I feel like sometimes the way that people talk about him, it's like, no, watch Carson Wentz. Like you have to go watch. Him. He, he's that good. And it's like, I don't I'm not there yet. There's plenty of other quarterbacks that I'd rather have than Carson Wentz. And that's nothing against him. I'm just I just feel like the way he's talked about sometimes, like he he's done much more than what I've seen Carson Wentz do. Yeah. And he's awful this year.
1: Fair. We'll leave it there. He's pressing. He's pressing. There's no doubt about that. Let's get over to the NBA. Now Let me I'll just I'll just ask you straight away. Did the Nuggets miss their opportunity to pick up a game in this series and is this is it going to get out of hand? Like how do you see the game going tonight? Lakers Lakers go 3-0 tonight? Did, did the did the did the did the Nuggets miss their chance to to get a W and then we'll get into AD?
0: Yeah, probably. Um, you know, I don't uh the thing with the Nuggets that I respect is man, you can't let them hang around. Cause they'll do what they did the other day, and they'll come back. Um, yeah. So I think now LA knows that, which they should have known going into it, because that's when the Nuggets mo hem- M- M- the entire playoffs. Um, I think knowing that, man, that when the Lakers go full throttle, they are clearly so such superior. a bad yes, yeah, it's just so superior to the Nuggets because the Nuggets just can't do anything. The LeBron and AD pick and roll, pick and pop, picking whatever you want to do that two man combination. The Nuggets just have nothing for it. So if I'm Vogel. I'm looking to make a statement tonight. I'm looking to really just kind of put this team away. Like, I- I'm looking to blow them out. I'm looking to go full throttle with LeBron and AD. I'm letting the guys know, let's not have this team hang around because they're too good. They're th- This isn't like – this is this is a team that tries really hard and they have a lot of talent. Like, you you don't want to let them hang around. They've come back in two series already. Um, so they show you that they're very resilient. Just like, let- let- let's crush their hopes. Hey Denver, thank you for coming out. It's been great here in Orlando. Looking forward to what you guys can do next year. But let's just go ahead and end this. If I'm Vogel, that is the message that I'm telling my team. We need to put our foot on their throat tonight and absolutely demolish this squad. LeBron, don't give them any hope. Don't 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 have, force yourself to play an extra game against this team.
1: LeBron had 16 coming off the MVP comments. I think it's very, very possible that he comes out and just try and just goes on that. He's he's on that LeBron from the start, going to the basket, that looks yelling at people, that look that he gets. Yeah. Uh it's very possible. But this is the thing. It's a tricky game, right? Because if they go down 3-0, they're gonna they're definitely gonna lose game four, in my opinion. I think they get swept, right? So they come in there. It's 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 that spot where they're coming in as a must-win game. The Lakers are coming off a high with AD hitting a, a game at the buzzer. Um, the line has been seven, seven and a half all week or for game one and game two. All series. All series. And then now that line is down to six and a half for tonight. Um,
0: well, and you've seen that in the playoffs so far too. Look at Miami's last two series. Go up 2-0. They've lost the game threes. So, yeah, yeah, these game threes have been a good spot for these teams that are uh, down 2-0. I thought
1: you was about to say something crazy. What? About the Celtics. What? what? I thought thought you were going to say, like, these garbage teams, a good time for them to pick up. Oh, no, 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 no. Celtics
0: aren't aren't garbage. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, yeah, I think – how about this? I would take the six and a half, but I can't – I couldn't bet, like, Nuggets money line or anything like that. No. I couldn't do it. Was it Could like plus,
0: it. was it plus Six and a
1: 280? Half. Uh, no, the, the, no it can't be three. that high. I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. Hold on. Um, It, it depends on LeBron, man. Like, le- okay, let me ask you this. Would you get? Would you take the, the player prop, uh, like Anthony Davis, over 30 and a half?
0: I hate player props, so you'll never see me take a player. Like that player prop, that Jared Goff prop you had me take the other day was one of the first player props I've taken in years. So it was like, I, be- I, I hate player props. So I wouldn't, but you say what is it, LeBron Anthony Davis, 30 and a half?
1: Uh okay, hold on. Yeah. Nuggets yeah. Is, Nuggets is money line plus uh plus two fifteen. Okay. And um points over for Anthony <sighs> Davis. It's over 27 and a half and over is minus one seventeen. I you, take it. You take over? Yeah. You said just they just I mean you've been saying since the start they just have no one to check
0: him. They haven't they haven't. Yeah, they have no one to check them. Man, also, what was, Plum, the what, was Plumlee, what was what was Plumley doing on that three pointer too? Did you see the replay of that? Yeah, he ran. He ran into a screen that wasn't there.
1: I was watching. I watched. <laughs> a, I watched a little bit of a breakdown this guy did actually on that because I was interested too. And they said uh, essentially before the play starts, they try to like zoom in and like catch as much audio as you can. And Jeremy Grant kind of points to Plumley like, "Yo." come help me with LeBron if I need help right here. Like, points to, like, the middle of the floor. And leave AD? Well, okay, let me finish. He he kind of pointed, like, yo, help me here, like, if I need it. And I think plumly like, interpreted that as a switch. So, like, when AD went up over the top behind LeBron, he ran into to Jeremy, like, okay go you're gonna go he, switch, he ran right? to him like yeah, like yeah you're gonna go switch that right and <laughs> it, it was just a miscommunication and they they didn't get it
0: looked really bad on the replay
1: it did look really bad he, he, i mean he, really ran, he
0: ran he ran in the complete opposite direction of where he should have been going hey, he man. took a straight line when he should have it, it's not like there was no screen there he could have.
1: yeah it's tough <laughs> they just get a rebound and it's just yeah. over with yeah um because jokic that those sequences going down the stretch of Jokic versus AD versus Jokic versus AD were something to see. It was sick. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll see tonight, man. I, I think I, I think, think they, they go
0: up 3-0 tonight, man. I think this is yeah.
1: You think it's a blowout? You you talking like you think it's a blowout? And I don't think the Nuggets fold.
0: I think they're gonna smack them around.
1: Like it's game one.
0: Yeah, I'm just yeah. I, I feel hey, like look, yeah. I feel like, like Le- hey, yeah.
1: But isn't this exactly what they've been doing? <laughs> they went to seven with Utah, came out, got blown up in game one hey, they end, up, they end up showing up big time in game two. Probably should have won. They did the same shit with the Clippers. The they, did that. The, they did the same thing. But, hey, they probably should have won game two. It's the same thing, though. They they get blown out in game one, come out tough game two. I don't see where they – They f- weren't
0: tough game come, two. They were getting blown out most of game two, and they came back in the end.
1: Dude, they've been doing that all the playoff. That's what
0: the, yeah, that's what, what I'm just saying. Like, I just think that's what the they, Lakers they need to just keep the foot on the gas. The Lakers they, have shown they that they can blow this team out. Done. For sure.
1: But the Hear Lakers have shown
0: that they've blown them out for seven quarters. Six and a like, half quarters hey, of the series.
1: Put it, put it like this. I think that they've shown that they're not going to fold. And uh, I don't see them just coming out today and just getting run off the floor. Unless LeBron is on that LeBron and goes for that 40 piece or something like yeah. that. I um, mean, I'm not touching it. I'm,
0: I'm old for everything on game threes in this playoffs this year. So I'm leaving it alone. Yeah. But yeah.
1: It'll be interesting. What would you? Yeah, we'll get to that. I guess we can get to that later. I take. The,
0: uh, I'd, I'd lay the six and a half if I had gun to my head.
1: Okay, lay the six and a half. All right, it's interesting. We'll see. I uh, I I would. I'm not gonna bet it. It's a stay away for me. But if I had to gun to my head, I would take the six and a half. Mm-hmm. I'd have to. Um, really quick. So, Eastern Conference Finals. Last game they played was Saturday. They don't play till tomorrow. Why did they get like a little mini break? I don't understand why. Because they why. don't
0: want to go up against the NFL on Sunday.
1: No, why well, and did. they didn't
0: want and they didn't want them going up against the NFL yesterday.
1: Yeah, I get that, but
0: so then the Nuggets if, and the Lakers will have played two games. The since The Nuggets Boston.
1: and Lakers will have played two games since Boston played last, and that's massive. And listen, and full transparency, I got money on Celtics for the series, so I'm yeah. happy about it, yeah. but. That gives Hayward more time to get better, Fine. more treatment. Um, I, I just don't get the mini break. And if you're Miami, you they ready to play every night. Yeah, like don't give us any days off. Like I think that works in Boston's favor in a major way. And like for example, why is not Miami playing tonight? Why are they playing tomorrow?
0: Well, because then you would, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I just split, don't get yeah. it. Unless they're trying to spread out the game so that they have their games every night, but why yeah, you could have just flipped it around and had they're the Lakers play tomorrow. Lakers yeah.
1: Like yeah. why would why would the Lakers get two games? It's almost like they're trying to end hey. end that Lakers series for LeBron, <laughs> LeBron earlier too, so he could get some more rest.
0: <laughs> yeah, LeBron yeah, Man, LeBron's LeBron's got a, <laughs> LeBron's got a fine Tuscan red coming in from uh you know, Southern Italy. He's got a. He's got to He's got. He's got some time to enjoy this,
1: that. Let's put this shit because Lakers gonna sweep. So we gonna get some. We gonna get LeBron a couple extra days.
0: Yeah, exactly, and, man.
1: Uh, yeah, we be good. He's,
0: he's gonna chill. Um, it, it's that's how good of a job the NBA has done. That the only thing, the only bone we got to pick is them giving the Miami Heat too many days off between game yeah. three and four scheduling
1: conflict. Yeah. yeah. Shout exactly. out Silver. All right, so looking forward to that. I would take the six and a half. Laker or uh, Nick thinks it's a little, it's a little wider margin, but we'll see, man. I'm excited to watch because mm-hmm. it's always interesting to see a must win game for a team, and then the <clears throat> team that's supposed to be superior how they come out, especially coming out after a day heat that buzzer beater. Um. All right, let's move over to uh, the Twitter takes.
0: Wait, hold on. Are we not going to talk about the Bears?
1: Oh, yeah. I was, you know what? Hold on. We get, let, let's uh we'll come back and we'll get uh we'll get a full and I could just clip it back in, but we'll we'll talk about them. Let's let's just keep the flow of this yep. and we'll jump on this Twitter stuff. Um to close it. Oh we'll start with, with one of my tweets. It's on the screen. No catch-up shy. At no catch up shy. This second, and I quote, this second Giannis MVP is forever going to have a question mark on it because of LeBron, especially if LeBron wins the title, just like Nash's second MVP because of Kobe's. Okay, what I was saying there is that, I don't know about you, but every single time Nash winning back-to-back MVPs is talked about, at some point in the conversation it comes up that, I don't think the second one is his. I think that should have been Kobe's. And I think the real Hooper fans, the streets, know that that was Kobe's MVP. Uh-huh. Um, in the, in the record books, does Nash have two in a row? Yes, but I think everyone that's a Hoop fan feels that Kobe got got that year. And Phoenix had a good year, no doubt about it. But Kobe was going ballistic. That was the year he had... I think two straight weeks where he was averaging like 45 points a game or some ridiculous stretch. He That team was like a – you take Kobe off of that Lakers team that year, that's like a five-win team. Uh, that team was awful. So that that always comes up. Can I tell and, you something?
0: Yeah. I, we might have to get deep into this. I've yeah. always been on that side and still am. As the years pass, I understand Steve Nash's back-to-back MVPs more. In what way? Just in the sense that like I think – Cause it was always the same thing. With me, it's like, how can Kobe not win these MVPs? It's crazy. I think when you when you really look at those Suns teams and how good they were, and I think a lot of them not winning the title has to deal with some bullshit. Whether it was the suspension for the uh, Steinemeyer and them coming off the court, you know, some other things, Joe Johnson injury, whatever it might be. Um, <clears throat>
1: Shout out, Joe Johnson. Shout out, Joe Johnson, man.
0: Um, Still, <laughs> still getting buckets on some corner in the planet somewhere. Shout out. Uh, available. Uh, Man, Nash was so good for those two years, and he really was the engine that made that team run. And if you took Nash off those squads, um, I don't know where they'd be. I mean, like obviously there was a ton of talent on those teams, but the way that he was able to bring it together and just how good he was, how ahead of his time he was, how efficient he was and how much of just an offensive juggernaut he was for those squads and how much better he made those guys. Like, it is it is more of like a pro-Kobe argument than it is anti-Nash, I guess is where, where I'm looking at it, right? Where I think before, almost to a certain point for me, it was anti-Nash. Like, nah, he's just not better than Kobe. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Um, whereas just like, man, over the years, if I look back on that and just heard more people talk about it and just, you know, thought about it, um, yeah, I'm not as upset about it as I used to be. I'll put it that way.
1: Okay, fair enough. But it's it's still a a major talk an argument for sure. Absolutely, it's, an, it's a major argument, and I absolutely. think. Absolutely, but you see where I'm coming from, though. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, and I I understand what you're saying. I still think that's Kobe's MVP. Um, sure. you because I guess, and I don't want to say this because this is like a very casual take, but it's like, you just gave Steve Nash the the MVP for the exact same th- reasons you just brought up the year prior. Like, yeah, he was running the show. They had a really, really good year. And, yeah, he's got the MVP. I don't know if the back-to-back aver- thing is where it gets a little sticky. Average
0: nineteen 19-12 on 52-45 and
1: 90% shooting. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> – I, we, this, that, this is Again, not yeah I yeah, yeah, that. yeah 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 for sure i know yeah, yeah i, I mean you. he had a good year i don't i think kobe had a better year that year and if yeah. you take kobe off of that lakers team they are literally one of the worst teams Trash. walking the nba that
0: was the year um, that chris mem was starting
1: yeah it was like yeah it was insane um that was when kobe was like look i'm getting ready to get up out of la like y'all better come get me some help or i'm leaving this bitch like yep. period uh so what I'm saying with Giannis is the same kind of thing with where people are to this day are still arguing if that's his MVP or not. Um, I think the announcement for the MVP needs to come out before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't think the the, the the more it lags into the playoffs, the more people hate it, and the more people talk about it, and the more the discredit that it gets. It's a regular season award. Announce that shit before the playoff starts, so we don't have any of this other shit going on.
0: Well, how, well, what does it say, then, that we keep having these MVPs that flame out in the playoffs? Like, when's the last time we've had a league MVP? It was LeBron, right? Who had a league MVP yeah. that actually did something in the playoffs. So, I mean, like.
1: I mean, yeah. I think I think where that part, where that happens is that a lot of these dudes are having, <clears throat> if you have a really good basketball team around you, you're not going to have, you're not going to be a point guard averaging a triple-double. Yeah. Because you don't have to do all that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's kind of where where that goes. If you if you're a winning championship basketball team, you're not gonna have you're not gonna average almost 40 a night like Harden. Yeah. So I, I think that's where it comes from.
0: I didn't disagree with your tweet from the perspective that people are gonna continually talk about it, but I disagree that they should. I, I think that like look, man, I get it. LeBron had an awesome year. He had an awesome year at his age. Uh, To me, like LeBron, it is a bit of a narrative MVP for him just because, you know, he's coming in, leading the league at assists at age 35 and doing all these great things. But, like, you're right. It does need to happen before the playoffs because I think people are forgetting just how good Giannis was in the the regular season, playing 30 minutes a night, leading his team to a ridiculous winning percentage and putting up the best PER in the league. And whatever statistic you want to look at, Giannis had it. So, yeah, it's easy to look at the playoff failure, especially one as high profile as that because they just never really showed up against the Heat. Um, it's easy to look at that and be like, yeah, man, like he shouldn't be the MVP. Let's give it to LeBron who's playing really great right now. But it's not the right now award. It is the regular season MVP. And when you look at it, I don't, I don't even think there's an argument about whether or not Giannis Antetokounmpo was the regular season MVP this year. He got he was the MVP last year and he got better. We talked about it during the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Listen, um. Put it like this: If you if you uh, announce the the award at the end of the regular season, no one says anything to you. No one. So you you Giannis gets his shit and he leaves. Yeah, and I don't know the what fact, you're
0: trying to figure out for those last couple of weeks,
1: anyways. The, the fact that you're uh, the fact that you're announcing you're you're having Giannis from Greece on TNT accept his award while LeBron's going for thirty seven and seven after his announcement. In the playoffs and he's still playing, it's it rubs people the wrong way and it's it it bothers people and I get it.
0: And then you shoot to LeBron and LeBron gets more time to talk about Giannis winning the MVP than Giannis gets to talk right. about Giannis winning the MVP.
1: Exactly. So I think that's that's the major thing. But I think that's where I was getting at with my tweet was people are gonna be talking about Giannis about going back to back MVPs, but his squad keeps getting bounced all the time in the playoffs, and he can't shoot a jumper. And he keeps getting locked up in the playoffs. And like we've also said, the league MVP and the playoffs, is the the, they're, the regular season, the playoffs, two different leagues almost. So yep. it's a regular season uh, award. Give do you think they him. should have a playoff MVP? What, and a finals MVP? Yeah. Playoff MVP and a finals MVP? It's going to be the same guy, isn't it?
0: No, I mean, that year, that's the year that Igudala won it, I'm sure Steph would have got the playoff MVP.
1: Yeah, that's such an anomaly spot, though. But, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. You could have a playoff MVP. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's the finals MVP is almost the one that – I don't want to say it holds more regard, but that's – I all, think it does. That's one and a half, man. If you got I a finals MVP –
0: Yeah, you showed up big in the biggest spot.
1: Yeah, that means you you helped your team get to the finals. Then when the finals were there, you was that man. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting. But yeah, I think Listen,
0: Nick Foles will always be called Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles, at till he dies. Till he dies. Till he dies. And he'll get paid off of that. Super Bowl
1: <laughs> so, MVP. That's a good point.
0: Yeah, who was the guy that won for the Bucks? Dexter uh Dexter Jackson. Super Bowl MVP. He was a he was a DB and he, I don't think he ever did anything.
1: Yeah, I mean Desmond like, Howard
0: probably, probably signed three more. Desmond Howard Super Bowl MVP.
1: Uh, yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't he the Super Bowl MVP for the the Packers?
0: I think it's Charles Woodson.
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's Desmond Howard just because that kick return. But I don't don't maybe. Vote. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get to your tweet. And I quote: Big Nick the Quick at nharvey1086. I don't know why he won't change his Twitter handle to Nick the Quick, but that's another discussion. Uh-huh. Uh, Adam GaSe is white privilege. Is white privilege. This is what white if you want to know what white privilege looks like, it's Adam Gase. Talk yep. to me.
0: Adam Gase. So yeah, Adam Gase, current head coach of the New York Jets. Um, listen, man, I think that this and he we 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 know Adam Gase. He was the offensive coordinator of the Bears back in 2015. A lot of hype coming in. Um, I get it. He was the coordinator of those Denver Broncos squad the year that Peyton Manning won the MVP and was ridiculous and put up all those numbers. Since then, this guy has done absolutely nothing. You said it yourself um, earlier. The Jets are the worst team in the NFL, right? They've been they've blown out both games that they've played this year. When you look at this guy, when you listen to his press conferences, he, he's just one of the most uninspiring people I think that there is in the NFL. And I can't understand for the life of me why he keeps getting hired to run football teams. Um, so just kind of going through the numbers on him. Hold up. I have this pulled up, and it's crazy. What is Adam Gates known for? Offense. Offense, right?
1: Quarterback whisperer, offense.
0: Let me give you Adam Gase's offensive ranks as a coordinator and head coach in the NFL. So starting in 2013 with Denver, okay? Number one offense in terms of yards. Next year, number four offense in terms of yards.
1: Mind you, the quarterback is Peyton Manning.
0: Yeah. Goes to the Bears. 21st offense in yards.
1: The quarterback is
0: not Peyton Manning. The quarterback is not Peyton Manning. (laughs) Goes to the Jets. I'm sorry, goes to Miami. Miami. 24th overall the next year. 25th overall the next year. 31st overall. So after leading the worst offense in the entire NFL, gets fired from the Miami Dolphins, and what happens? The New York Jets say, you know what, who we should hire to talk to our new young quarterback? Let's get Adam Gase. In the two years that he's been with the Jets, Offensive yards, 31 and 31. No, I'm sorry, 32, and this year they're 32. So over the last three years, this dude has had either the worst or the second worst offense in the NFL. Still has a job. Did not get fired after last year. Had the high-profile situation last year where his best player did not want to be there. Their quarterback that they drafted, what was Darnold, fourth or fifth overall? Is clearly regressing and not getting any better. I'm not sure if Le'Veon Bell even shows up anymore.
1: This is after he got there, by the way. Yeah. So Darnold had an okay rookie. Okay,
0: rookie. There were some flashes. Has literally gotten worse, like progressively worse to the point where like he's probably out the league after this year if it doesn't turn around. And somehow this dude still has a job. Like, I, I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand when you have all these other qualified guys, and it's not even like a black-white thing, like hire a black guy in his spot. Hire anybody that's not Adam Gase. I just man. don't understand it, man. He had Peyton Manning for two years in the beginning of his career as a coordinator. He did a lot. Since then, he has not done anything. How do you? How are you an offensive head coach? You have the worst-ranked offense in the league, and you get another job.
1: And I would be interested to see exactly how much he was doing with Peyton Manning literally have been in being in the league for sixteen or seventeen years by that point, point.
0: and operating off feel.
1: Yeah, how yeah how much how much offensive coordinating is he even doing in the first place? But I won't go there just because I don't know the facts there. But you missed a big point on Gates as well. He gets to Miami, they're shit. The organization is shit. People don't people. Everything about they—they they, they did make the playoffs now,
0: but they did this first year.
1: Yeah, the organization yeah. is they, they, they Well, st- let me
0: give you his head coaching records real quick: ten and six, six and ten, seven and nine, seven and nine, zero and two.
1: Yeah, very mediocre. Yep. Sorry. Um, but the big one of the, another big point you missed was that Tannehill leaves my Tannehill's on Miami's roster. He signed to the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> and he is complete and utter garbage. He leaves, goes to a player friendly, better atmosphere. I think a big thing for Gase is he's very arrogant. He thinks he's an offensive wizard. Yeah. And he he's very off,
0: insulated. Like he's yeah, yeah. He,
1: he just comes off like my way or the highway, but your way has been L's, and your offense is shit. It's terrible. So like either like open up and be a better guy. I didn't even think it. of the
0: Tannehill point. That that yeah. might be the biggest one of it all.
1: Yes. Tannehill leaves, goes to, to, to Tennessee to play for the, a linebacker. To play, for, to look, yo, to literally <laughs> to, play for Mike Vrabel. <laughs> a linebacker. <laughs> who, who, when you asked me how this guy is going to be a coach, I'm like, man, like,
0: <laughs> I don't see that's it. That's an
1: interesting hire. I don't <laughs> see it. But everybody loves him. Love He's like, he like the complete opposite of Gase.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, so. Raybo probably goes gets lunch with his guys. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, what are right. we doing this weekend? Like, yeah. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> so, Gase comes off as very arrogant know-it-all, yep. and he doesn't – like, yo, we talk about this all the time. The Guys like that. When you win, everything is Gucci. Your offense is bottom of the barrel, and you start taking L's. And your offense of gets
0: worse every year. Worse I just don't year. get it, man. Like, and we talk about a young quarterback, you know, and all that, man. Just yeah, get that guy out of town, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent okay. privilege. Hundred percent privilege. And we kind of talked. We kind of. We kind of touched on the last tweet, so I'm not even going to pull it up. I do want to get this Bears talking for the last 15 ish. We'll go back to the NFL. How do you feel about them? They're 2-0. They come back and beat. Uh, the Lions, they go up 17-0. Was it 17-0 I think, yeah. the Giants? They go yep. up 17-0. Um, we turn it over a couple times in the second half. Mitch comes out, looks solid in the first half, and we end up holding on for dear life and getting the win 17-13. Where are you at with them? Are you happy? Are you concerned? Are you happy but concerned? Where are you at?
0: so yeah i mean i think one of the biggest things that sticks out to me with the bears is there is a, a glaring lack of identity you know i don't know what type of team we have but it's kind of what we were talking about earlier man with the lack of training camp i think you got a lot of teams in that spot so i can't necessarily put that on Nagy. it's hard to win in the nfl and they've won two games um regardless of the opponent regardless of the circumstances you know two two pretty much opposite games one we were down big and came back the other one we were up big and almost gave it away yeah um so, you know, hey, I'll take the two wins, but do I have confidence going forward? No. Um, are some of the questions that I had about the Bears have they been answered? Not really. I think the offensive line has looked a lot better and that was one of my biggest question marks coming into the season, so definitely shout out to them. I guess the coaching change has helped a little bit with that. As far as Mitch goes, look man, the first half I thought he looked great. I thought the game he plan great. I thought the game plan was excellent the calls, the things that Nagy was doing. Like when Nagy is on as a play caller and he's calling the right things to Mitch, because let's be honest, Mitch still cannot make a second read, right? And definitely cannot make a third one. So you really got to keep everything for (laughs) Mitch in front of him, right? On the right side and and within his first two reads, preferably his first, right? So I think Nagy did a good job of kind of designing some play calls and some formations that would draw the attention away from what he was actually trying to do. Which is again the first read for Mitch, but you know whether that's lining guys up in different spots, using decoys, things like that. I think he did a good job of that, Um, and Mitch obviously executed. I don't think Mitch's receivers did him any favors on Sunday. I think it was a bad game overall for the receiving court, especially Anthony Miller, who we we can talk about. You know, I think we both really want Anthony Miller to do well. We've seen the flashes. We've seen the potential, but he. he just I really seems want him to, to be good. It just seems to be a lack of focus, man. He he is Doctor Jekyll, Jekyll and Mister Hyde. It seems like, man, he'll have some great games, and then he'll come out the next week and drop touchdowns and things like that. Um, on the pass to Mooney, who I, I really like this guy. Um, I thought that was a great play, even though kind of yeah. broke down a little bit. They both improvised. They both made yeah. the right play. Mitch hit him with the strike. Um, it might have been a wounded back, duck, but it, it, it's a touchdown. I don't,
1: I don't give a fuck. I don't, about I don't give that a
0: fuck. Mean, yeah, get it. Yeah. See, he who is it that you says never thrown a, a straight spiral? You said uh, one quarterback you're like yeah, never thrown a spiral.
1: I've never seen Peyton man throw <laughs> a spiral his whole career.
0: Yeah,
1: it's never happened. Ever. Like real <laughs> shit. Go back and look at look, a lot of Peyton manning tape. The ball's always wobbling for whatever reason. And it gets to where it needs to go. It gets and it gets to where it needs to go. And, and early. Yeah. <laughs> uh the thing, the best thing about that Mooney play was first off, Trubisky's out there directing traffic, which I loved. Yep. Come back and get the ball. The, the thing that wasn't, or I, the thing I noticed about the Mooney play was Mooney, when he came back to the ball to get in front of the corner, he dipped his shoulder. Like, so you, I don't need you grabbing on me when I'm trying. I'm um, dipped his shoulder, <laughs> then got big and went up and got it. Yeah, that was a great play.
0: Great play. Yeah, and by a Wookiee receiver, like that was that was awesome, man. And he actually got more snaps than Tony Miller. So if you're, hey, things happen fast in the NFL, man. Um, doesn't matter where you're drafted or anything like that, if you're not getting it done, you know, Nagy's gonna go ahead and replace him with Mooney. I thought that was a good move, yeah. Um, so yeah, overall for Mitch, I mean, second half, I'm not putting it all on Mitch. The picks, um, the more I look at that Robinson play, I mean, it was kind of a 50 50. I think a lot of times Robinson comes down with that. Nagy yeah. even said it. And I thought it was interesting that Nagy didn't throw Robinson under the bus on that, but it was just like, yo, know, usually a Rob comes down with that, whatever. Um, defensively. Obviously had some huge plays, a strip sack. Maggie, uh, Nagy's,
1: Nagy is the key offender on talking too much about it. Yeah. Oh, my the, God. Tell you, tell, mean, you whatever,
0: tell you whatever you want to know.
1: Whatever you want to know. Ask Matt Nagy. He'll tell you everything.
0: But it's an op- open book. Um, yeah. So, man, overall, do I feel good about it? No. I, I, I still am worried about the defense. I'm still worried about Mitch Trubisky overall. And I'm still worried about Matt Nagy, the play caller, when he he, he tries to outsmart himself. Um, and I'm worried about our kicker. Look, no one's talking about that. That was a wide open 50-yard field goal with no wind. Can't do it.
1: Still 50 though, I mean. It's
0: I don't care. No, in the NFL 50 is 50. 50.
1: <laughs> you said you said the NFL 50 that's that's easy money. 50 is easy
0: money in the NFL. We can't act like a 50-yard field goal in perfect weather in fucking September is is is, is something crazy. Like come on, man.
1: The money, the money yards are 40 to 40, 48, 49. Stop, you're
0: being right. really nice at a 50-yard field 50 goal longer, in perfect weather.
1: 50, 50 yards, a longer field goal. Um, Listen, I think our whole team needs to be on alert because I know that, am I happy that we're 2-0? and Yes. Do I know that, do I know for a fact that we struggled in a lot of key parts of both games to the two, wor- two of the worst bottom five teams in the league? Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. New York Giants are by far, I saw a stat on Daniel Jones that he has turned it over in like 30 starts, multiple. He's turned it over more than two times in the game, like 11. Mm-hmm. And he's only had two games where he hasn't turned it over once. Can I give you something on him real quick, though? Yeah.
0: I'm not, if I was a Giants fan, I wouldn't necessarily be worried about Daniel Jones. He showed yeah. me a lot in the fourth quarter. He not he, he, he he's not spooked. He's not spooked at all. Like, you know, the turnovers and things like that, that stuff you can coach. You know, you gotta worry about the stuff you like. Mitch has stuff you just can't coach. Like you can't coach some of his things that he can't do. But with Jones in that fourth quarter, I even had that in my notes. Like, I wouldn't be too worried, man. He showed a lot of poise driving them down the field 90 yards in the fourth quarter. Like I, I was with no with no talent hey, at all.
1: And with and with uh Mac and those boys were on him a good part yeah, of that game. So yeah, I I agree with that. He Yeah.
0: Outside of the numbers, I thought man, he was so fine.
1: Young quarterbacks turn it over. That's yeah, just
0: what it it's is. it's just going to happen. Um, Game comes at you fast.
1: Yeah, you do want to see the flashes of being able to throw the ball, manage the offense, to hurry up. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying.
0: I thought, yeah, I thought, like, don't look at the numbers. Don't look at the bad plays. Like, just look at that drive at the end and kind of his poise. He looked fine.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: You know when it doesn't look right. I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah. So, like I said, am I happy that we're 2-0? Of course, a win's a win in the NFL. Um, Am I encouraged? Not at all. Um, we're, we'll get into, we'll get into the, the, the Falcons game later this week. Uh, I know quick had, uh, you guys are
0: fucking crazy.
1: Hey, quick, quick. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that later. There's never been
0: a bigger stay away in the history of sports gambling than the Atlanta Falcons in any spot.
1: And yeah, especially versus the bears. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So Yes, we'll talk about it. But so,
0: yeah, I mean, like, where, where do you... So you say there's a... Like, where, where would you start if you're naggy? Like, what are you saying today when you got the guys back in the building? Like, how do you approach a 2-0 team that's not good? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good question, man. I don't know. Um, I think you focus on the O. You tell Pagano to focus on the D. You just try to get better. You try to get more fluid uh the run game has showed you that it can work um the offensive line like you said has been playing better I think you just can continue to to build on getting Mitch more comfortable and making more reads. I think I think that's it so we can leave it there week three in the NFL I already looked at the slate um and it's tough Yeah. So so we we should have some interesting stuff to talk about next week, or going into the weekend anyway. That's it for No Catch-Up No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago I am your host Sean Little for Big Nick the Quick Make sure you subscribe everywhere man, we're everywhere everywhere is everywhere Apple, Spotify, YouTube Lock in, tell the homies for Big Nick the Quick, I am your host Sean Little No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago We out of here